I'm Bridget Pettisee, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of October 18th to October 24th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. <laughs> I do still have <laughs> olive pits stuck <laughs> in my throat. I almost think the olive pit story deserves to be cut out and put on YouTube by itself. Anecdotal evidence that I'm a woman of the people. That's the hardest I've laughed in a while. I'm glad I could share my shame with you guys. Thank you for creating this safe space. It lightens the burden of the shame when you can share it. For those of you wondering what the olive pit story is, you have to subscribe to Phetasy.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, touch my bells and buttons right now while you're here. And also join Phetasy.com for the unedited version of this show right here. There's a whole half an hour that you're missing out on, and it's hilarious. Sign up. Join us. We love the community. That's I'm starting off with that reminder today. Troll in chief. Ethical hacker breaks into Trump's Twitter account. His password was MAGA2020, and he did not have two-factor authentication. This is a story that's allegedly. We don't really know if it's true, and it's hard to verify. Unless he had gone in and tweeted something, there's really no way. In the article, they said they showed screenshots, which we all know no one could ever doctor a screenshot in their life. Mm -hmm. So... I'm not sure, although it does sound like one of those stories that's absolutely true. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, that sounds about right. And apparently this hacker alle- allegedly did this in 2016 to him. And the password was something really lame then too, easy. And then the best quote in the whole article was the guy saying that usually the elderly don't have the two-factor <laughs> authentication on. Because it's too complicated for them, so they turn it off. And I thought it was just funny, a funny reminder that Trump is indeed elderly. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The olds! We don't need the olds running this country. I've said it a million times. We need to get behind Karen and vote for Kanye. <laughs> oh, boy. Because it's hilarious. She's making the statement, folks. Hackers everywhere are kicking themselves for not trying this. You probably it's something you wouldn't even think to try because you're just like, ah, oh, that's he's got to have you know high standards, being that he's the president of the United States and all, uh-huh. and he must have at least two factor authentication on, and his password must be something more complicated than MAGA twenty twenty exclamation point. But alas, it's not, and we could have started a huge world war. And hackers could have got in there and done all kinds of things, and they lost the opportunity. I guarantee they read that. They were like, damn it! Because this guy is an ethical hacker, quote unquote. This is when people are like, no, Trump's a genius. He's playing 4D chess. I'm like, eh. Not really. <laughs> then we have dumpster fire for president. The final debate happened this week. So the bar is very low for our debates, and so everyone's like, that was a great debate. No, no. It's just that the bar was set so very low by the last debate. Would you shut Who is up, man? Listen, in, in, China ate your lunch, Joe. You're the, the worst way, you president America has ever had. Ate, ate Come on. Lunch. So this debate was good. It was Let's let Vice President Biden to work. respond. It doesn't Vice work. President he's Biden a very response. confused guy. He thinks he's running against somebody else. He's running against Joe Biden. It was creepy to me. I couldn't put my finger on it watching it, but when I was... Thinking about it after the debate, there's nothing really more chilling 
than an old man trying not to be senile and a crazy person trying not to be crazy. We're learning to live with it. We have no choice. We can't lock ourselves up in a basement like Joe does. He says that we're, uh, you know, we're learning to live with it. People are learning to die with it. And I feel like they were both just doing their damnedest to repress their true natures. And there's something just unsettling about that in yeah. general. By the way, so far, I respect very much the way you're handling this, I have to say. By the way. But some- I almost preferred when one is but like befuddled and the other is a maniac because at least it's honest. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you, I just agree. want to make sure. Joe, you're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, I, not first in your I, class. <laughs> but this was like weird, tamed down versions of what we know is not the truth. I don't know. I mean, the idea that Donald Trump is lecturing me on Social Security and Medicare? Come on. He tried to get Ten rid seconds, of He Mr. tried President, to hurt Social to Security years ago. Years ago. Go back and look at the records. Who do you think is going to win? Let's get the predictions right now. I I still think Trump's going to win. I still stand by that. I could be wrong. Everybody tells me I'm insane. They all say this. Bridget, you're crazy. That's impossible. Which is the same thing that you all said to me in 2016. How is something that already happened impossible? No, it's even more impossible now. Just look at the numbers in the polls. He has no path. Why the hell would I believe the polls? Why? No. Anecdotally, I'm hearing a lot more people want to go for Trump silently than I am. And I believe those randos more than I believe these idiots in a bubble. Sam, who do you think is going to win? I think Trump's going to win. Why do you think that? The East and West Coast are loud voices, but I think the middle's going to carry. Yeah. Interesting. What do you think? I literally think it's a coin toss. I, oh. I just have no idea. And I'm trying to just kind of be like, yeah, okay, either one. I mean, because I don't care who wins, honestly. No, I'm Same. I'm literally kind of just like, I believe it could go 50-50. Like, yeah. it's literally just a coin flip. Well, and I think there probably will be states that matter where it's too close to call that night, so we probably won't know right away. My gut is that Trump will win. Mm. I just worry about what's going to happen the day after. Yeah, apparently all major cities are preparing for riots no matter who wins. Yep. We've so. been together through the shiny show. We've held each other. Even though I don't know you, but you're out there. And you're confused and scared. You're getting boards like a hurricane's coming. But it's really rioters who don't care. This is 2020. Where's my backup? <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Until everyone says it's not funny. Not funny. But we are laughing. Because it's 2020 and everything is going to burn down. Sorry. Parade of morons. New Yorker suspended Jeffrey Tubin for his Zoom dick incident. <laughs> that was my drum roll. I thought it was a very clever drum roll it given was. the topic of at hand. Jeffrey Tubin, what the hell? What the fuck was this? I love the people who are like, this is some white male privilege. I'm like, no, this is just dudes being gross. Yeah. And dudes are gross. No offense, dudes. But you all know you're gross if you're a true dude. <laughs> They'll scratch their balls. 
and fart and burp and think it's hilarious. This was just so weird, though. He took like a masturbation break in the middle of a work. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't feel so bad about my Olympics. <laughs> I know. There's always worse things that you can be doing and get caught doing. This was way, this guy's way more elite than me. And he got cut pulling the yardstick, choking the chicken, <laughs> jerking the gopher. <laughs> we have no clue. Jerking the gopher. This was weird. Why are you masturbating in the middle of your Zoom meeting? Your like election prep <laughs> debate Zoom meeting. I don't know what this was. He thought he was on another call and he thought his camera and mic were muted. This is such muted. a boomer moment it's too. So like, why do you need to pull out your dick? Okay, boomer. Okay, Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was saying, I think we can all agree that pulling your dick out on screen is called Tubin. <laughs> And he got put on leave. He didn't even get fired. I know. That's privilege. That's crazy. Rudy Giuliani was caught in a compromising segment of the new Borat film. I mean, creepy. Yeah. He was caught in this compromising position in bed, and he was laying down, and he said that he was adjusting the mic. <sighs> Giuliani, why is he so creepy? What old man isn't creepy around young girls? All old men are creepy around young girls. Yeah. All old men are creepy around young girls. And this is why they should be shamed for it. So I don't care if she was the one to invite him into the bedroom. You don't need to accept Rudy Giuliani. Shall we have a drink in the bedroom? Can't you sense a trap when it's being laid for you like this? Like, why do you think this young girl is sexually interested in you, first of all? (laughs) Because you're powerful. Because he's powerful. He's what a cute? fall he's had from like America's mayor in 9-11. I know. He was such a hero to so to many just people. Whatever the fuck he is now, which is gross a and creepy joke. and a joke. Yeah. Giuliani, what happened to you? Huh? You just became that creepy old guy that we all fear. But on another note, I fucking hate Borat. Oh, <laughs> I do too. I can't stand Borat. I've never liked him. Never. And then we've got Mitch McConnell's black hands. Sam delightfully brought this to my attention. (laughs) Something's not right. No, something isn't right. We are ruled by lizard people. This has become clear from the debates to Giuliani to Tubin doing his Tubin to Mitch McConnell's weird black hand that it looks like he's a zombie. Yeah. Lizard people. Lizard people. I'm starting to think it's true. Something's wrong with him. Has anyone checked on... First he had like all, a beat up face. He's like the weirdest looking guy ever for, <laughs> to start with. And now he's like slowly disintegrating in real time. Yeah, he's like actually decomposing. Yeah. And still walking around ruling the country. Like, that's just weird. Uh, <laughs> I just had this like feeling that zombies are running uh. our country. And that leads nicely into proof we're living in a simulation. Male sex robots with unstoppable bionic penises are coming this year. I thought we just covered this story. (laughs) They weren't unstoppable bionic penises. No, they weren't. And at least these robots are hot and young and have six-pack abs and big dicks that never stop. Staying power. This is Bridget pushing back against the patriarchy. (laughs) I'm like daydreaming about having sex with a robot right now. 
I'm giving those robots the BDE award. No one deserved the BDE award except for these sex robots. They get it. And so it was written here on Dumpster Fire. A very professional operation. Listen up, you guys. Like, subscribe, and comment, and touch my bells and buttons, and maybe you'll get this (laughs) O-face from me. I don't think anyone wants that (laughs) O-face. That's why I'm going to end up with a sex robot. Capitalism always wins. Andrew Cuomo's new book about how to handle a pandemic sells 11,800 copies. That is slightly more copies sold than old people that he killed by selling them to the retirement homes. Selling them to the retirement homes. That is slightly more copies sold than the old people that he killed by sending them back to the retirement homes. (laughs) Truly. I know. How is he on a book tour during a pandemic? This is beyond parody. When did he even have time to write this book about the how to beat a pandemic in the middle of a pandemic? This guy is shameless. The audacity to write a book when the most people in America died in New York. Under your watch. Yeah. And it's not even like two years later when, you know, we we know what this is. We're still in the middle of this crisis. He still has his fucking city mayor, de Blasio, going from house to house, knocking on doors, yelling at the Jewish people for gathering. You still have your breathing in my face. I'm the one wearing a mask. You have a glove. You have a glove. You have a face mask. What do you care? Talking to the owner here. But it's not like we've healed as a nation. Uh He's on a fucking book tour. Fuck you, Andrew Cuomo. Fuck you. He's probably doing a book signing at Sunrise Retirement Homes. We are led by shameless pandering morons. Morons! Morons. Then we have a new category, cool science This category was suggested by a member of our community because there is a lot of cool science shit and it's not all a burning dumpster fire. And I agree with the member of our community who said that it will bring balance to our show. I don't think one category is going to bring very much balance, but but I do think it will be nice to have some uplifting stories of hope and you know, science might save us. Well, a 14-year-old girl won a $25,000 prize for a discovery that could lead to a cure for COVID-19. Yay, 14-year-old Yay! girl. Yay. What, what did she do? Identified some sort of silico molecular thing that co- like attaches, to, attaches the to the COVID spikes. protein spike. Okay. So yeah, they find, we're not scientists. Per Sam, I'm not a scientist. I didn't, I didn't even read the article. I just saw that she did that and was like, hooray. The headline's enough. Silico. This is why we need women in STEM. Clearly, none of us here on Dumpster Fire are scientists or apparently even readers or writers. (laughs) Canceled. Chris Pratt faces the mob. His co-stars stand up for him. Canceled. So he didn't partake in a Biden Avengers fundraiser. And then the internet decided that he was a Trump supporter. And the the worst Chris of all the Hollywood And the worst Chris of all the Chris's. I think the biggest problem I have with this is that somebody's silence is somehow, (laughs) well, (laughs) here's why I'm being a bit of a hypocrite, because I have said in the past, anyone who's silent is probably a Trump supporter, so... So perhaps they're not wrong, but I, I, I don't know that you should jump to that conclusion because maybe he was just busy. 
But well, it's also because he's Christian and he's in a church that's uh, traditionally homophobic. Supposedly. Supposedly. What was funny was all of his Avengers came out and they supported him. And then they got canceled because they hadn't supported other members of the Avengers when they were getting piled on or attacked right. in the past. Women of color, women, and um, LGBTQ. So... Maybe he is the worst, Chris. <laughs> Here's what drives me crazy about the celebrities telling us what to do. Actors in particular who are morons. No offense to every actor out there who's a moron. <laughs> We've been through years of people, in particular many actors and actresses, telling us that we should not be shaming anybody. We shouldn't be shaming sluts. We shouldn't be sh shaming the fats. We shouldn't be shaming the pores. Shame is a bad thing. We can agree that it doesn't always work, and generally it is not helpful in anybody trying to get over addiction or lose weight. But how come people are okay with vote shaming? What, and why do you think that this is going to work? This tactic you've been telling us for years doesn't work. You think the average person is going to listen to you from your freaking Hollywood mansion? No. Shut up. No one cares. Freaking commies. California. <laughs> California. Dream of Californication. San Diego Public Schools will overhaul its grading system to achieve anti-racism. This is definitely the soft bigotry of low expectations. Grades are racist. Yeah. I've always said it. I said it when I was a teenager. Grades are racist and they should be abolished. <laughs> <laughs> It just sounds like it's going to create a mess. Look, there's definitely disparities in learning, and we, we have addressed these problems here on Dumpster Fire with the schooling, for example, and summer. There's a summer gap where kids, you know, lots of kids of privilege of all colors get access to things like lots of kids who don't have the same privilege don't have access to. We should be concerned about that. One of the ways we can help out is by opening the fucking schools back up. But that's another story. It just seems, though, like you're setting the bar lower instead of raising it. Mm -hmm. And inspiring people to work harder, you're inspiring everybody to be kind of lazy. Yeah. People and that's not good. are lazy when they're allowed to be. That's just kind of our default setting. Lord knows I am. <laughs> The Karen Act, San Francisco officials vote unanimously to ban racially motivated 911 calls. It's kind of a racist term for a lot, it seems, and bigoted. It uh, stands for Caution Against Racially and Exploitative Non-Emergencies. And how many freaking white ladies are calling the cops on barbecues and kids selling lemonade and water and, like, people writing on sidewalks that they needed to even draft this law? Seriously. Simmer down, entitled white ladies of San Francisco. You're out of control. And this is this law is not the solution to whatever no. that problem was. No, apparently by the numbers, a lot of these calls are ridiculous. But I don't know how you litigate a law like this. You can't prove a negative. I couldn't prove that my implicit bias is not what caused me to make that call. So there's no way, like, how do you defend yourself against an accusation of racism by just saying, oh, I wasn't being racist? Yeah, there's no way to prove it. It just seems like it will open this up to being abused. And like the same thing they're trying to protect against is something that they're opening up with this kind of law. It is mind reading. That's what I hate about all these laws. Anytime you're accusing somebody of implicit bias, you're trying to determine what they were thinking when they did something, which is uh, without 
evidence of them being racist, you can't assume that they were that was what was motivating their call. And this will also lead to people who are vulnerable being afraid to call 911. Right. I don't even know that you need the racially motivated in this. It's like, right. how about just calls that are unnecessary or a, nuisance, calls nuisance calls get like you can get ticketed by the cops if they show up and they decide that this is a nuisance call. And it does seem like it's taking something that should be some the something that the state and city handles and putting it on the people. Why are you putting this on the people? San Francisco, you have much bigger problems than this too, by the way. How about the massive wealth inequality, the homelessness, the human feces on your streets, and the lack of opportunity for many of your citizens? Any upward mobility, schools being closed. I mean, we could go on all day here. It's so rife for abuse. There are just so many ways this law could go wrong. Yeah. But, you know, that's the biggest problem San Francisco is apparently facing right now. All right. And then we have the patriarchy is so crafty. Tampax tweets. Fact, not all women have periods. Also a fact, not all people with periods are women. Let's celebrate the diversity of all people who bleed. No, men can't get their periods. Men can't get pregnant. Men also can't get abortions. Trans men can get their periods. Yes, I agree with that. Men can't get their periods. Full stop. The end. I hate this shit. We need to start making distinctions. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going down this road. Every single week, it's something like this. It's, Tampax, fuck you. Also, it erases women. I know. It's just virtue signaling. It Again. makes me so outraged, especially when I have my period, especially when I'm feeling hormonal. Like, no, no, no. You don't experience this. You don't get to appropriate my uterus culture. All right? The only good that can come of this is that maybe we'll get a week off work every month. <laughs> In the event that we decide that men can have their periods, I say I will concede to that if you agree that every every man and woman and non-binary person gets a week off work so they could deal with their period or not period. I'm all for it. I'm dealing with my phantom period pain. <laughs> their phantom period. <laughs> This is the week I've selected. I'm all for it. I'll get behind that. Erase all the language and all the rules of science and biology if I get an extra week off every month. Problem solved. Thank you, Bridget. I have no morals. Just give me more time off. Dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) I realized why I love doing this. Somebody let their child watch our show. I'm not here to judge. They think that they didn't see any of the, you know, portions that children can't watch. And they submitted a video of their child doing dumpster. He's a dumpster diver. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And next, dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? This is a spot-on Bridget impression. I have an imposter, an impersonator out there. It made me realize why I love doing that. It's because it makes me feel like a kid. Uh-huh. I feel very youthful when I'm doing it, and it's so fun. And apparently children love it, and now they're doing impressions of it. <laughs> 
And then in the dumpster, we have Phil Collins' ex-wife has allegedly taken over his mansion with armed guards. I mean, you can do this? <laughs> it's just like, this is a whole weird story. This sounds like something that would happen in like a, a rogue country, yeah, you know? Yeah, like Venezuela <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Like you just show up with your armed guards. You're like, we're we're uh, commandeering this post, sir. What? I'm, I'm Phil Collins. Get out of here. Was he there? No, I, mean, I don't think so. I don't think he was there. This is like the weirdest so story. Questions. This is his ex-wife, and they, but they were back together, and then she like ran off and married some other dude, and then they occupied his Miami beach front property like 33 million dollar mansion what? and hired four armed Phil guards. Collins has a 33 million dollar mansion? Yeah. He did not feel it coming. <laughs> oh, Sam. We can't make it through one episode without a Sam dad joke. It's what the people want. It is what, it is what the people want. <laughs> Pet deer gores a neighbor. Yeah, this is a weird story. A 74-year-old woman raised a fawn to a buck and it gored a neighbor. The neighbor didn't die, but she was on a walk. And then this buck started following her, which is terrifying. The buck started to attack the woman, and she only survived by hiding between two cars in a garage. Yeah. Like a murderous buck. This is why you don't raise wildlife to be pets, people. Eventually, they go crazy and wild and kill you. So then wildlife control came to try and deal with the situation and was threatened by the buck with bloody antlers. <laughs> they had to put the buck down. Yeah, that's just sad. It's sad because that buck had a chance of having a good life and maybe getting shot by a hunter at least <laughs> instead of being euthanized <laughs> for goring a human. What is happening? This is like maybe my favorite dumpster fire story ever. Woman who was engaged to be married to a ghost calls off the wedding because he's been partying too much. <laughs> I love this story so much. I loved the parts of the story where it was like, he fell in with a bad crowd when we were on vacation. Like, what? And they all came back to the house and were partying. There were all kinds of noises that kept her up, like him and his crew of drug addicts. <laughs> he just beca- she said he just started becoming really inconsiderate. <laughs> He stopped showing up. Oh. Like all of a sudden he just wasn't there or uh, around. It was like he disappeared and never existed. I lost him to drugs. She told the story <sighs> of when he proposed to. She was like, he didn't go down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. Wait, what? <laughs> that was How can this kneeless off. ghost do drugs? <laughs> what drugs was this ghost doing? B, why? What does he look like? I need to know. I want like an artist rendi- rendering of this ghost. Why doesn't he have knees? Well, he has a really deep, beautiful voice. According to her, the first time she ever heard his voice was when he proposed to her. <laughs> and they were going to get married in a cave. <laughs> we have elevated mental ill. We've given the mentally ill shows. Why are we giving mentally ill people shows and calling it entertainment? I mean, it is entertaining and hilarious. It is funny. But it's also quite sad. Sprain my eyes. Chelsea Handler reminds 50 Cent that he's a black person, so he shouldn't vote for Trump. An alternative headline would be racist white celebrity tells black celebrity to stay in his lane. I can't freaking stand Chelsea Handler. 
This is what happens when you have too many struggle session dinners with Robin D'Angelo and they tell you all about your privilege and then you go on Jimmy Fallon and you think it's okay to say, I had to remind him that he was a black man. So he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes because he doesn't want to go from being 50 cent to 20 cent. <laughs> and, I, and I had to remind him that he was a black person so he can't vote for Donald Trump. What? How is that not racist? It's like seriously. in what fucking universe is that not racist? You are the worst piece of sh. How do you think that can come out of your mouth and be like, and that's okay, and that it's not racist? No. <laughs> Apparently, you need more dinners, struggle sessions, and lessons from people of color because unless you live in a fucking bubble, you would know that not all black people are a monolith and vote the way that you, a white lady, are telling them to vote or think they should vote. It's crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. And then we have Jennifer Aniston tells people not to vote for Kanye. It's not funny. White woman tells people not to vote for a black man. Another celebrity, actress, moron, telling people how to vote and also telling us who not to vote for, which is ridiculous. You know what? It made me want to vote for Kanye. Keep telling me who not to vote for so I can vote for them just because I'm a contrarian. And she said it's not funny. It's hilarious. If you can't find the absurdity of our culture hilarious, I cannot help you. That is what we are here for. People keep telling me, oh, you shouldn't be laughing while the world burns. These decisions aren't, they're not the same, Bridget. And then they'll give me these long diatribes about how one choice is an existential crisis and you both sound the same and the Voting for Kanye is some kind of joke. The whole fucking thing is a joke. It's all absurd. We live in absurd times. It's hilarious. We are living in a South Park. The reason all the people in South Park aren't laughing is because apparently it's not that funny once you're living in it. But there are those of us who will find the funny for you. You. Touch the bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, and comment. I had to get that off my chest. It was a good rant. I appreciated it. <sighs> I'm just so tired of the pandering and moralizing. In Breaking Bridget, Fire Festival founder Billy McFarland records new podcast, Dumpster Fire from Prison. Let's sue him. <laughs> like everyone else at that dumpster fire, we should sue him. <laughs> this is our title. Whatever, McFarland. How dare you spell yeah. fire right? As if he didn't know that our podcast and show already existed or famous. We're <laughs> kind of internationally known. <laughs> We're known with like at least 35,000 subscribers. <laughs> we have fans in Australia. Do you, Billy McFarlane? People? I don't think so. No one. <laughs> Does Billy McFarlane even have fans? I don't think so. Who I think even? people just like to laugh at him. What a douche. How dare he? How dare he? What grown man goes by Billy? I think we should sue him. Let's sue him. You know what? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's take our couple of bucks and sue Billy McFarlane. To fund our lawsuit, please click the <laughs> PayPal donation link below. <laughs> All right, gang. Ding, 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 ding. We're going to sue Billy McFarlane. Firefest's Billy McFarlane placed in solitary confinement for launching podcast. Probably because of Bridget's fantasy. He'll probably get more listens from prison than we do from our undisclosed location. That's the sad truth. All right. We have a couple clips on the Internet is Glorious. Here's some images and some clips that will hopefully cleanse your palate, although I know one of them probably won't. <laughs> Tell me about your home. Um, 
my house is in the hills above Tehillo. It's this really simple place, um, pink stones that warm in the sun. There's a garden kitchen, it smells like herbs in the day, uh, jasmine in the evening. We had Walk-Ins Welcome with Doug Schoen. Check that out. Subscribe to Walk-Ins Welcome wherever your podcasts are available. Also, make sure that you check out the Babylon Bee. I was the drunk newscaster again this week. With the 2020 presidential race almost over, many Americans are feeling hopeless regardless of what the outcome will be. But in an attempt to counteract that hopelessness... If you like, subscribe, comment to little Hope-a-dope who's been bullying a bunch of puppies... Uh, we'll really appreciate it. Touch my bells and buttons. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. Thank you to all of our subscribers and patrons. You can join us at Fetacy.com for the unedited version of this show, which launches Saturday or Sunday, but you get it before Monday when this drops. You can also see the community, engage, do workouts with us, Zoom calls. It's super fun, supportive, and a nice oasis from all of the toxic chaos that's existing outside of our little cul-de-sac that we have. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for the notes. You can get merch at BridgetFetacy.com. We added a ton of new merch. We did it, Bob. Yeah, it's awesome. We did it. We got socks because Christmas is coming up. We have greeting cards coming up this week, and they are limited edition. Fetacy classic greeting cards. We have um, neck gaiters and masks that say canceled. T-shirts that say canceled. I mean, we're, we're getting on it. We're getting it together. Hats, trucker hats. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Hoodies. Hoodies. Zip up hoodies. Not the lame kind that I designed. Like the actual kind people want, apparently. I'm stuck in the 90s.com. Yeah, check it out. We have a lot of new stuff. I think you'll like it. And if there's stuff that you want, put it in the comments because it's pretty easy for us to design and we are here to please you. Donate to our PayPal. We got rid of the mid-roll ads, most of them, for you and for us because we get annoyed by them too. But if you like this, just donate. Thank you guys for your donations. I see them. I'm very grateful. We're all grateful. We're just trying to keep getting this rolling so that we can do it more often. The more that you guys support us in the community and in Fetacy and on PayPal, the quicker I can get these two employed and the more content we can create for you. So we appreciate it. We know it's hard times, but um, if you got a couple bucks and you want to help us out, we are here at your service to make you laugh during the end times. (laughs) Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Follow Sam on Instagram and also Twitter. She's hilarious. And thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Follow Maggie in the community, which is the only place she exists. She's like the snuffleupagus of this operation. (laughs) This has been your dumpster fire for the week of October 18th to October 24th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. I feel so bad asking people to make me rich. I need to really own my power like Shonda Rhimes.